Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Greetings, nerds. This is Dana Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me as always is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, sir. How are you doing this Thursday evening? I'm doing fine. I can't, like, it's July, Will. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, yeah. And, you know, after July 4, the the days and weeks are just going to go even faster. Yeah. 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 Well, it's also funny because it's July and we're still talking about Arrowverse shows. It, it yeah, it, that's that's true. That's true. And it's going to only be a very short break because mm-hmm. they'll be I think some of them are actually I think going back into production in August. So, because uh, I, I think they'll have their premieres in late October and November. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a very short uh for, short break for the shows this time around. Yeah, short break, but and and it's and it's funny because last year I feel like it's also July and we we don't Comic Con is postponed until November is that right? The actually so what they're doing is I think the week the the I guess the weekend after Thanksgiving they're having an actual in person event um, in at at, at Hall H and like normal. But, uh, yeah, but I guess we've been getting news this week. You know, I think there is a Comic-Con at home that they're going to do again this uh, this month. I think it's the, I want to say it's the July, the weekend of the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and we got news today that uh, Disney Studio, Marvel Studios and Warner Brothers Films are not going to be participating in uh, the Comic-Con at home. And I also saw late this afternoon that HBO is also not going to be participating, but... Uh, some other things are still going to be there. Walking Dead, uh, they're they're going to have a panel. I think Masters right. of the Universe is going to have a panel. Uh, Star Trek will be there. DC TV, as far as like Lucifer, I think there's a Batman. Um, was it uh, uh, Halloween? Was lo- the long Halloween? Yeah, long yeah. Halloween. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be on panels against Jensen Ackles and Katie Sackhoff, who are doing voice work in that, are going to be there. Um, yeah, Lucifer also, so there's, there's some, there's some things, but obviously, you know, Disney is holding back, you know, for the investor day for all the big Marvel content. And of course we got DC fandom that'll be, uh, in October. So I'm sure that's when all the big stuff from DC will be getting dropped. As it should, because I think DC fandom is one of the best things that Warner Brothers Brothers has produced in a very long time. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There was something about that whole day where I could not get over how well it worked and then was supremely mm-hmm. disappointed by the sequel. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. just classic Warner Brothers. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, oh, things are coming. We'll see what happens this year. Um, <clears throat> Speaking about Arrowverse news, Robin Givens is joining Batman Woman's Batwoman season three. Um, she's Ryan's mom, right? That's that's got to be it. Yeah, because the uh, yeah, so she's apparently ca- playing a character called Jada Jet, and she's a CEO of Jet Industries, who apparently has that uh, had a very rough youth and gave up their first child. And but then built a successful industry. So of course, with Alice's tease at the end of the season two, yeah, it's just, I mean, really, come on, y'all, can you at least try to hide it a little better? <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. Like, like it's it's Ryan's mom or Mary's dad, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. At this point, that's basically the only mysteries we have left <laughs> with those two characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad if we never meet Mary's dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every episode, we're like, so that guy in the far right corner in that one shot, that was Mary's dad, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that'll, that'll, that'll be the tease for hopefully, hopefully a season four. <laughs> yeah, hopefully season four. Um, speaking about teasers, surprisingly, and no, I have not forgotten about the show, but it's been a very long time since I watched mm-hmm. the incredible season two finale. Season three of Succession is upon us, Will. Yes, yes, and I think it's a fall release date. I don't think I don't think they said the the exact date, but it's coming. Yeah, I have to. I I really need to set aside time to go and rewatch season two because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. I finally did. Get, I just finally did finish it. But yeah, I I, I need to because. You know, kind of zip through it, and and a show like that, it's it's like the show I was, watching, I was before we recorded, and I was watching uh, part two of uh, Lupin, uh, oh. show on Netflix, and it's one of those shows like that where it's just like it's, you really just gotta just really slowly and just sit and enjoy it and process it because there's so much great stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and it's not like I mean. We're we're gonna talk about another show where you really have to sit back and and watch, but that's that's later in the second half of the show. Um, yes. Before we get to Loki and all of his friends, um, She Hulk will have Deadpool. Bed. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. I totally read rundowns before we start the show. <laughs> Sorry for the typo. <laughs> yeah. So that. Yeah. So basically, She Hulk is gonna be like Deadpool, where she's breaking the fourth wall. For some reason, I was reading it and I thought that was going in a very different direction. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Her work in Orphan Black, she can do it. (laughs) She can make that work. So, because they didn't, I don't think that they had fourth wall type situations. But um, though just being like five dozen clones and mm-hmm. all different personalities, yeah, yeah, she'll be able to make that work. Um, yeah, interesting. Awesome. Yeah, huh. yeah, that was yeah. I saw that was that was also confirmed from various sources, even though Marvel and and DC, I mean not DC, Marvel and Disney have not confirmed it yet, but uh, have seen it in a couple places, so must be yeah, true. Yeah, and. I'll- <laughs> And uh, to go off of that point about breaking the fourth wall and just breaking walls in general, the boys, <laughs> because you know, <laughs> we can never go too long without some some boys action, has launched a new digital series called Seven on Seven from the Vought News Network. Yeah. Have you watched it? I have not watched it. Oh, OK. But I've seen I've seen like images from it. Mm-hmm. And I I should send it to my dad honestly. That yeah. Him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I lo- I loved it. I was just like I, I I there were a few truly laugh out loud moments and it had all the you know just all the great uh commentary on society and in particular talk you know and of course the character that they're facing this news anchor off of is T- Tucker Carlson. So, uh, you know, who, you know, trends for the wrong reasons like every day. So, and, and, and really, really just like took fake news to like the next level. But, but, you know, but in the ingenious way of the boys always does mocks things in society. And this one clearly, you know, mocking Fox News. Uh, and it, 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 you know, it, I just can't wait for the third season. But really, the the idea with this seven on seven from the VNN is uh, so on the seventh day uh, over the next seven months, they will be dropping these uh, these little. I guess it was about five ten minute long, um, you know, news snippets, and basically to serve as a bridge between seasons two and three. So the first one had had a lot of things uh really that were kind of you know, i guess epilogues to a lot of the storylines that we've seen in the first two seasons uh, 
but you know and, and clearly with the you know emphasis towards you know season two uh and, and the things that happened in, in that um that year but um yeah this is this is just a thing i needed because I, I like you said i i'll, I'll start i'm missing the boys content i know star trek did this too with uh, star trek discovery where they had these little minis in between seasons and so it's you know hats off to the creative team and the boys for, for dropping that yeah it's i mean i just now when we get the next season of the boys i want one of the episodes to um do a spin on the office but for the vault news network yeah oh you know, I think they're still producing this, and maybe, maybe Kripke will hear you say that, and they'll like give us one. <laughs> like maybe at this season, season finale, yeah. at the end when they roll credits, just have all of these like Vought News outtakes playing. I don't know. You could take this a very long way. Mm. They they already are. I just <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, it's it's great humor. Great humor. Um, it really is. Another thing that dropped, and I don't know if we were anticipating it or not, but we have finally gotten the new trailer um, for What If, and yeah. it will debut on August 11th on Disney+. Plus. Have I watched that, Will? No. <laughs> I've been so <laughs> bad this week. <laughs> well, it just, actually, I it no, it, it actually just dropped today, and... It was, I didn't even, it was one of those things that caught me by surprise as well, because, you know, we, I knew what, what if was coming and, and we, you know, I think we had talked about it earlier, uh, earlier this year, um, about MCU content coming our way this year. But, you know, I think I saw maybe an unconfirmed report that it was going to drop, the series is going to drop in August, but, you know, we saw it and it was kind of like, you know, it was okay. We'll see. We'll you know we'll see it when we get some com- believe it when we get confirmation from Disney. And yeah, they dropped it. I guess midday today. Um, I guess Eastern time. And um, yeah, yeah, and it that trailer was amazing, as MCU stuff would always be. And I think the the big you know obviously the big takeaway everybody um, has you know obviously has the big buzz with is you know of course Chadwick and when I guess it's next to last maybe performance um where he did voice work for for this and and um and of course you know basically instead of um um you know he, he's star lord t'challa is star lord in this what what if and so mm-hmm. yondu actually picked him so yeah so you know there that you know so there was that and of course the the tony stark uh you know killmonger rescuing tony so and and of course well you know also i think when they had the initial teaser uh, way back in, I guess, Comic-Con 2019, it was the, uh, uh, you know, Peggy Carter as uh, Captain Britain. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be 10 episodes. And so, yeah, we, we're, we're going to get a lot of good, more MCU content um, on Disney+. Plus. It's just amazing, the goodness that is coming out of Disney+, Plus and the MCU right now. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we survived a drought, Will. Yeah. And it's just like a fire hose right now yeah got my tickets for tomorrow for black widow <laughs> and they just keep getting better and and yeah i'm i'm looking forward to discussing black widow with you because you're gonna return to the to the cinema yep. and me in my introverted capacity will remain on the couch watching it from the luxury of my own <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there but i i'm i'm really it's been a while since we've actually been able to cover a full movie. Yeah. And um, that's going to be very interesting discussion. It's, and it's kind of sad, though, because we have to have that discussion and then probably immediately want to talk about the season finale of Loki. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we'll only have, a, you know... A, We'll only have a few weeks off of MCU content, and and we can, you know, in the meantime, we can also enjoy the uh, the good the Barton the Loki short that uh, <laughs> that was also put out. Uh, and I, I assume you, have you, I will assume you haven't seen that one yet either. <laughs> and I told you to watch it. I was like, make sure to watch this. <laughs> Sarah watches nothing. <laughs> it's only like four minutes. <laughs> 
like multiple times if for some reason I could never get the link to work and my internet was acting weird. I don't know. I, I don't like, I'm going to play the card that I played last week when you asked me about the flash. I tried and for yeah. some reason technology was like, no, you, you don't need to watch this for some reason. But I, I, I saw like a reel of some of the better moments. So I got mm -hmm. the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, something like that though, I kind of wish that they would save for like that, that break period. Yeah, you know, I agree. When, because, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it because, yes, I actually watched it. And, B, I want to talk about it. But that episode was so great the other night that mm. you, like, that's the word of mouth. No, I've I've heard very little criticism about this show. Yeah. And that should, that's just enough. You don't need these shorts. I, I want the shorts afterwards because, geez, I, I watched the yeah. episode, but I've seen, I've heard about Easter eggs and I'm like, what? Did I actually yeah. watch it? <laughs> <laughs> like 24 scenes in one scene. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's about, I think yeah, I think there were like a hundred total Easter eggs in the 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 the, uh, the short. And you're right. I I wish they had like dropped it afterwards because actually it was one of those things. It almost slipped off my radar too until I saw saw a news article about it in our in our inbox. And and then I was just like, oh yeah, that's right. That is this week. And and but it is yeah, it is. Check it out. And it, you know, just from the just from the start of it, with uh, with the, you know pl the play on Ragnarok, and I had just watched that just a few days ago, actually, and you know, playing off the um, the, the Avengers Assemble, like you know, the end game scene. I mean, there's just so many things in there. It was just so, so amazing, but it's so it's funny too. So just you know, with the Simpsons, probably the first time I've watched the Simpsons in like forever, but uh, <laughs> totally to totally worth it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, I did watch The Flash this week. Okay. I did watch it. Even though I took two weeks off of the show, I got the gist of what was happening. I mm -hmm. do I do kind of regret not seeing the previous two episodes, even though you called them filler. Well, you said nice things about last week's episode, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see how Every all of the stuff that has been going on over the past several weeks has been building, um, and they crafted a pretty good web, I think, in this episode. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because I took two weeks off, and I'm like, oh yeah, this show, I like it. It was. I probably should have done the same and just got started back last week when the Godspeed chapter started. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's not bad. I mean, I I like the the inner how um how they brought back Dion. That made sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I find it very interesting that Iris and Diggle are experiencing the same type of headaches, except for mm -hmm. very different reasons. Yeah. Um, I also find it just lovely how Diggle. Yes, I'm happy to see you, Diggle. But seriously, guys, this whole thing about Green Lantern, like. Yeah. Why didn't they just do it on Arrow? <laughs> they had eight seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. True. I, I was. I, I figured you would like this episode one because they they used Diggle in a good way um, in this episode. I, I didn't see the where he played Bass Reeves and, and Legends, um, and we you know we saw the. I guess I felt like with Batwoman, he was just basically a glorified cheerleader. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but you know, but I think I think part of it too is uh, it, with with Batwoman, you know, there was no you know, pre-existing relationships that he had with the, you know with the cast and team. Whereas with the Flash, you know, you know Barry and Diggle have always had great like comedic moments. Um, obviously, when Dig gets sick after Barry rushes him somewhere, um, but also just you know it's like that. Of course that that obvious tie back to, to Oliver and, 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 and so, uh, I thought that you, you no, go ahead. How I was just going to say the one, there is one scene 
that I actually really am angry at the writers about, and it includes Diggle, and it's the goodbye scene. And it's mm. just because there's that very cliche moment where he starts to walk away and he says goodbye, and then he's like, Barry, one more thing. And I forget what he says because what he says is so just like, just keep fighting or something. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was He's very not, like cliche. And moment, I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. You are supposed to tell him, remember what Oliver did for his family, or tie it in like that because, yeah, like. They they made it a big deal about Oliver's mm-hmm. sacrifice and how that affected Barry, and yeah. and I feel like bringing Diggle on. There was that great moment early on in the episode where he talks about being a father and mm-hmm. and always putting your kids first and your family first. Mm-hmm. And but they could I just I don't know why they didn't double down on that. Yeah, that was farewell scene. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't I didn't think about it, but you, at the time, but now that you bring it up, it, it was a missed opportunity, which is there've been a lot of those this season with the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh this episode being one of them, like why is it so daggone late in the season for, yeah. for goodness sake? Um mm-hmm. um but you're right, but getting that was a missed opportunity and a, and a great opportunity for them to you know again re, one really bookend that discussion that they had earlier in the show to um like you said it, it would have been a good launching pad for you know for the, scene, the next scene that we get with 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 nora and and bart showing up um and and also you know so it was definitely a missed opportunity there um and, and but you know getting to the point about uh Diggs and green lantern yeah, you know, I was hope. Yeah, you know, I know he's he is also going to show up on Superman and Lois, and I think I read somewhere where I'm not sure they'll have the the complete resolution there. But hopefully, um, you know, Tom, I know Tom Cavanaugh's. I don't know if it's the finale or one of the penultimate episodes or when, but he, you know, he he will be showing up um, on Superman and Lois. So maybe we'll get some, I guess, more exploration as far as you know. The, getting closer to green lantern and and maybe they'll have him on the spinoff on hbo max um you know given that it's an anthology series so they could easily do it that way or uh or, or maybe 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 in the you know five episodes of the flash that uh will bring in characters from other uh arrowverse shows maybe that'll be the that'll happen in that first five episode arc of season eight it is going to happen in the very last scene of the Flash series. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to happen in the very last season of Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find a reason to cross over and that'll be the crossover. Yeah. But it, it would be, it would be best if it, if it were on the Flash instead of, instead of one of the other shows, because at least there is that direct, direct spinoff tie yeah. and, 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 and tie into, to, to Barry and Oliver, Barry and Oliver and Diggs' relationship with Team Arrow, but um, but yeah, I thought this episode, you know, with the Godspeeds, you know, we finally do get the uh, motivations why why August Hart was um, so hell bent on um, you know creating the clone army and you know and the Barry's you know wanted to Barry's speed and Barry's revenge and you know and and like you said earlier, I think the tying in the force wars even as painful as it was to get through that uh you know dion's purpose you know he actually had a purpose this time which you know i think which which was lacking early on but my only quibble with this episode is i still feel like they are like trying to string too many subplots along and it takes away from the overall big story yeah (laughs) excuse me i i agree with that that August Hart stuff worked up mm. until they found August Hart. And then there was a, what, a three-minute scene where yeah. all he did was get injected and then suddenly was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 it was just, it was, it was the 
such a weird I'm like no no don't delay we already know who it is I get it mm-hmm. you want it to be a build up but for a moment I was just like say a different name yeah <laughs> say a different name it would be so yeah. perfect if it's not <laughs> but no they didn't do that um and then we we got the cute moment at the end with the yeah. kiddos yeah. and and the new kiddo I, I have very mixed fe- feelings about Jordan Fisher. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't know if, if I, I don't know how to feel about him. <laughs> I yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I had mixed feelings. Honestly. I mean, even though it was a very cool moment and stuff, I felt a little underwhelmed. Yeah, especially because again they did this weird thing where they had Nora, and and she's just like, I'm gonna do a bunch of exposition and mm-hmm. and not really tell you why I'm here mm-hmm. or why I'm so cheerful and oh yeah, mom's okay and and oh yeah, just wait a minute and you'll be double surprised and I'm just like, why are they delaying this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it I actually found cool if Bart had ran in there and Barry would like would have mm-hmm. accidentally maybe maybe gone on defense because he mm-hmm. thought he was like a a um a Godspeed clone and then yeah. Bart comes in and is like no that's your son yeah yeah that I like that I, I like that one a lot better that would have been yeah because. Because I found Nora's exposition actually really annoying. I'm like, ah, oh, it's like the it's like the worst aspects of the character were mm-hmm. were were at, at that moment. But I know they were just trying to show how she's motor mouth like Barry and you know the geeky awkward kind of thing. So you know just to I guess reset everyone of, about Nora's personality from from season five. But uh, but I, I love your your entryway. You should, this is why I didn't need to just go ahead and hire you for the writers' room. Flash writer's room, call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me your yeah. script. Give me your script. But, okay. Yeah. But uh but you know, but this this episode this week really I, I was like, okay, you know, other you know, I did fast forward through, I'll just be honest, the, the scenes with Allegra and Esperanza. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> I, I was just like, I could care, I could care less. <laughs> I'm just so proud right now. I I haven't even done that, and I should have done it. <laughs> I did get up and walk around during all of those scenes because I just knew it did it was like inconsequential, even though yeah. they're really trying to make it consequential. I'm like, nah, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, and I, and I, yeah, and I still feel like they're again really wasting Jesse's talent. <sighs> yeah. Jesse is such an he, he is in such an interesting situation where it's like the exact opposite of Tom Cavanaugh. Mm-hmm. They went all Tom and they pushed it way too far, and they mm-hmm. almost, they pretty much destroyed the Wells character for me in mm-hmm. season two. <laughs> and, and with Jesse, <laughs> like there's it's it's very or actually it's very similar to Cisco. It's like yeah. Yeah. Every time he's gone, it's like, where's Jesse? And then when he's mm-hmm. there, it's like, Ugh, why didn't we use him this way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like they're, you know, the, a lot of those things, place scenes where they would have utilized him, now they're they're using, they're, they're doing that with Cecile. Yeah, I, yeah, it's so confusing to me why, how they, how they choose who should team up with who these days, like. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're the team is done. The the whole f- team flash thing I think ha- is 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 I'm over it. And it's just it it feels all every every time there's a pairing it feels so forced and contrived. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does. Um but uh, but yeah, but you know, but I mean Jesse, I mean clearly he at least likes the work that he's getting because he, you know, he signed on for for season eight as well as uh, Danielle at Penn and Baker and and Candace resigned as well. Even though I saw I was seeing on Twitter about some rumors that she was um, not very satisfied with with things right now. But uh, but um, but I know she's like been posting some amazing photos on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's got to be hard because 
it's it's one thing to kind of get say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Tired and feel like it's repetitious and the writing mm-hmm. keeps going down, but it's still your family. And yeah. we hear actors talk about that. Actors of leads, lead actors, mm-hmm. these shows talk about all the time that they realize being a lead, you're, you're carrying like paychecks for hundreds of people who all yeah, work on yeah. that show. So mm-hmm. when you say the show is over and you walk away, a lot, those people all of a sudden need to go find new work and, right, it's just, right. and it's really hard to do. So I get it. I just, I just also think that maybe they're also hoping for a hail Mary where the next season they can rewrite the ship. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think so. I mean, it seems that, with these last two episodes, and and I can't, I don't doubt that the 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 one fiftieth, I guess, is next week, and then the finale the following week. Um, yeah, I you know I think the show is it, it's slowly getting this footing back. I mean, I think they, I think Eric just Wallace just needs to just figure out how to, you know, with this graphic novel context, just learn how the the really juggle subplots and 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 structure them in a way that doesn't take away from the overarching story in an episode because i felt i just feel like the other thing this season is think the episodes are just really really packed with just too much nag on stuff too too much and it and it dilutes it so mm-hmm. much yeah like yeah. man let's talk about loki. yeah let's yeah let's, let's move on to loki yeah let's talk about a well-balanced well-structured show mm-hmm. that just gets better every week. I still, I still have an affinity for the very first episode. I do have to say that there's yeah, something about that first episode. It was just pure magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this episode. Yeah, I, I, I did. It wasn't my favorite one. First one was, I, I did really enjoy just, just seeing the all the various Lokis in and, and, and we get president Loki, you know, they've been teasing that photo, that still image of him like at every promo. Um, but, um, yeah, this was, this was, you know, for penultimate episode, you know, those are always hard, but, but, uh, but I, I think, yeah, they, they, they stuck the landing and set up for hopefully, um, a, a, an MCU, finale that um will will we'll, we'll break the mold of what we what we've seen in the past yeah one of the reasons why i i i like this episode and it goes back to what we were just talking about with with the things that the flash keeps getting wrong mm-hmm. it's that loki they had a lot of pairings in this episode that never felt first forced and never felt contrived and they all allowed us to see these characters in different from a new perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there was a well-balanced division of the episode where there's a good quarter to a half where we have a bunch of uh, um, Ramona and Sylvie, right? Mm-hmm. right. And, and Ramona, geez, that character. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Still confused by her, and I like it. I like mm-hmm. being confused by her. I like how Sylvie figured out that she was being conned with Miss Minutes. Which at, during that scene, I thought about something you said last week, just offhand <laughs> <laughs> about a a Kang and um, Miss Minutes connection, and I'm like. <laughs> Will, <laughs> do not <laughs> the writer's room. How many times do you have to do this? 
Um, but I, I really liked that and it didn't, I didn't feel like it was distracting me and I wanted to hurry mm -hmm. up and get back to Loki. Um, because I don't know how many Lokis we saw in this episode, but, um, but I, I'm, I, to spend a whole hour with just them, that would have been a lot. So I'm really glad that, that yeah. they were able to go back and forth. And then even when Sylvie does go over and into the void she she then doesn't immediately meet loki she immediately meets mobius so yeah. i just i i really like how 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 the pairings all worked and it all came together yeah yeah i completely agree um you know whenever i was watching those scenes you know it just it just reinforces ramona's potential connection with Kang. Yep. And 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 you know, I I'm not expecting to see Kang at the end of the episode next week because I think, you know, so and, and maybe that's where they'll break the mold. I mean that's that's one thing they may do this time. Um right. uh, you know, because in the previous two times we we thought we would get one thing, you know, you know, obviously, you know, we thought the fist we Mephisto, but they and then, um, and, and but I think we will. Couple, there are a couple, you know. We will. I think we will get that confirmation that it's Kang. I mean, because I'm trying to think of who other, as far as other villains, that it could be as far as in the next phase that we would, you know, have have a tie, you know, to, to link this to the overall bigger picture of what they're doing uh, in Phase Four. Um, but uh but uh, you know but you're right the 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 way that you know think back to the second or third episode the third episode or so when we first was introduced to to the to, to little loki uh sylvie mm -hmm. um and you know they're back in that courtroom and you know the things that are happening there and uh oh gosh i'm thinking about, I, i'm starting to conflate the the good the bart and the loki but anyway uh, and this but um but no but thinking back to that um that that moment and then their discussions you know whenever um sylvie you know had the, the pruning stick and trying to get the temp pad so that she can um uh, you know, continue to you know, try to find out what the truth is about the TVA and, and enforcing right. her to talk, to work with Miss Minutes and, and, you know, and those classified files. And then it had the special time ship to, that can travel to the, to the void and, you know, it, and all the subterfuge that was going on there. It was just like the Loki, it's like Ramona is like basically playing off of play, you know, taking the, the tricks of the Lokis and, and doing it to, to a Loki. To the point where it's like, well, is she is she a Loki too? Right, <laughs> I mean, right. And maybe and maybe that could be the reveal at the end that it was another Loki who was doing all this to begin with. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of theories that Mobius is just a Loki. I mean, mm -hmm. the 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 whole variant concept and and was such a good wrinkle in this yeah. in this story that has totally flipped everything on its on its head. And and I really like how I feel like we we got we continue to get like fifty shades of Ramona because mm -hmm. last week Ramona she went from having drinks to Mobius to killing Mobius, well, yep. displacing him, transferring yep. him into the void. Um, and then all of a sudden she of course naturally in defense defense and is in defensive mode and is like, no, Sylvie, you need me in order to find Loki. You need mm -hmm. me in order to figure out what's really going on here. And then there's that twist with Miss Minutes. But then later she goes and and does some interrogating and and well, is she is she um does she know more than she says or does she not? Because it sounds like she's still in the dark. And and anyone in the dark, even if you still believe what you're fighting for, you still want to know what's really going on, right? Right. So yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm glad that we still have that mystery of that character and the TVA and mm -hmm. Mobius is going back there to burn it all down. Yep. 
That's, yep. they're, they're gonna have some interesting moments next week. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if uh, you know, as we, we talked about last week, uh, in at least in the comics, Mobius basically is the TVA and he clones a, there's a bunch of Mobiuses, and 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 so th- that that run the agency so if they do tear it down i mean that could be that could be the the thing that happens where he he does topple um ramona and and keep kang from taking over the tva uh so that he can't use it for future mischief in in uh in, in phase four and you know and that's maybe why he needs to do things in the quantum realm and and that you know in the next ant-man movie uh to try to try to fix that you know because i'm sure you know that you know those those would be the obvious you know those would be the, the the tie-ins to to this show and 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 things down further down the the timeline the sacred timeline <laughs> sacred sacred timeline that yeah. we just piss all over yep <laughs> <laughs> um i i think um and i don't know if you've watched this at all but um on the sen network the inner geekdom show do they mm-hmm. still call it that or do they call it something else these days i know they were changing the name i haven't had a chance to watch hardly any of them this week but uh so watch their episode covering this episode okay watch it and i'm telling our listeners to go and watch that one go listen to it because those two they spent about 40 minutes breaking down the episode but more importantly they do have some good insight as to who is the man behind the curtain and no i'm not talking about king Mm. so so they they really do a good job um and i'm glad i listened to it because they say they talk about all of the different possibilities and Mm. there are some hints in this episode and it makes me want to go and rewatch, even though i still won't really understand because i don't i don't have that comic book context but um they offer some good insights as to Mm. what what Feige is really playing at here? Because we, what if, <laughs> what if it's Feige? <laughs> what, what if it's Feige? Yeah. <laughs> what, but what if it's Sylvie? I mean, maybe Sylvie's the maybe Sylvie is 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 it? I mean, I mean, if that's a, let me let me just have my Feige moment here. Okay. What okay. If, like the like the end credit scene is <laughs> is whoever it is. They like have a scene and and then they say cut and they drop like a a green screen and it's just Feige standing there. <laughs> and we're like, I see you. <laughs> that would be that would that would be beautiful. That would that would that would be like yeah, and he just kinda like yeah, drink green screen, the thing drops and he just winks at us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you know what? Put on some Loki horns, you know. You know, yeah. maybe maybe Feige's been a Loki all this time too. Maybe, maybe, maybe but uh, there, but that he may definitely that that would be the so meta and so like breaking the mold that I would that yeah maybe that'll be the outtake. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're gonna come out and say, yeah, Feige voiced the alligator in that episode. <laughs> Yeah. So, yes, he's definitely a Loki. What? <laughs> what? So we've talked about a lot about Sylvie and Ramona, and Mobius and the man behind the curtain. What are your thoughts on all of the Lokis? I really enjoyed that uh, whole sequence of all the Lokis because you know we you know when we get we end last week's episode. Of course, we we see classic Loki, alligator Loki, kid Loki, and uh, I guess boastful Loki. And then to actually, so I was, you know, whenever we got to see them this week and 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 the, all their uh, interplay with one another with with our Loki, um, you know, you know, boastful Loki talking about how he took down Tony Stark and Captain America, and then um, and you know, as I mentioned earlier in our discussion, finally seeing President Loki and you know, and I, and I think Alligator Loki in his own way stole the show. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just it's like because and, and that was I think a, a character you know original to the show. It wasn't one that was based in the comics or anything like that. Uh, so seeing how it you know it, was, it how it quickly like uh, took care of 
President Loki's right right hand. And um, but uh, Kid Loki, you know, had some some moments that you know that, that they tied back into I think into the into the lore, and and you know and how he, he killed Thor, mm-hmm. and and you know and, and how and, and the the uh, boastful you know basically trying to figure out what were their nexus events that caused them to get put into the end of time, <laughs> um. You know, so basically, you know, the whole concept that basically the TVA just based, you know, they're sending all these Loki variants to the end of time because that's the only place where they can they can put them where they won't cause any more mischief. It's still all of those discussions still made me want to know what was Sylvie's Nexus event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because it, it couldn't have been just because she she was born a female version of Loki because she was like what six or seven when they yeah. took her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right so so i i mean it, it i i have a suspicion it was a precautionary thing mm-hmm. where they knew or maybe you're right maybe it is a different version of sylvie at the end of the tunnel and and so they're going to do this whole weird time loop thing um yeah. i don't know yeah, I mean that's that's very possible, uh, you know, and because and, and, it seems that she, you know, when we, when we think about the 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 end of the episode where she, well, even earlier in the episode when she first was was pruned and and um, had the encounter with the uh, with the beast, um, can't remember his name right right now, but you know she she was able to you know enchant it for a sec for a short moment and, and, and saw beyond the void um, right. and what could be over there. And it seems that of the Lokis, she has control over things more so than others until, well, with the exception of classic Loki, <laughs> which Richard E. Grant just killed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, um, you know, but, it, it seemed that you know, and, and I guess that's where when we figure out the man behind the curtains, it could be a Loki because it seems that all the sum of all these various parts of the of the Lokis that we've encountered would could would ultimately be the the engine of chaos or or because really when you think about it, I mean the universe is just cha- is chaotic. It's not an orderly thing so um maybe you know so maybe this it it is the, all these little subpart you know the in order to to keep the quote-unquote order the the current the you know the the man behind the curtain who if it is a loki realizes that oh i gotta make sure i put all my my craziness at the end of time here so that we can keep things in place and things flowing and so, you know, this is some of the parts that like understands that because we, we saw that moment with, with Sylvie and, and Loki when they realized like, oh, we, we're stronger than we realize. Right. Right. And and I I like how they did that. I like how they um they kept referring to glorious purpose. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent of the first episode. I, I appreciate the callback. And and this this self-realization that was occurring through a lot of the Lokis and mm-hmm. and this this idea that that these Lokis, if we if we really listened and understood what happened when when they um, when they caused their nexus event. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the kid kid uh, Loki killed Thor. Mm-hmm. I wonder if part of that was like, no, not only did he win, but suddenly he re- he had regret and right. he experienced some humanity. Yeah. Um, and then, and so it's just it's just this idea. It's it's interesting how how the Loki we've been going through the story with has been on this whole 
path without even realizing it of figuring out who he really is. Yeah. And I mean, in the very first episode, he he saw his entire timeline. Yeah, he did. And and he still thinks like, no, that's that's my destiny right there. My destiny is a failure. And now I think through this whole experience, he realizes, oh no, time isn't a fixed point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I I'm I'm also really curious if if this Loki will survive. And oh. and I'm all and I almost don't want him to because I almost think it'll be more beautiful mm-hmm. if there's some sort of sacrifice mm-hmm. or some sort of no, this is the end of my story, but that doesn't mean that Loki is gone forever. Right. Because so. there are all of these other versions. So Yeah. Yeah, and we do know one thing that Lokis do. They do survive. Exactly. Yeah. Another one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, another thing that could really happen, too, is like, you know, to your point of his his self, you know, self-realization on many, many things is, I mean, what other thing that could happen is maybe he... In the in the goal of trying to tear down the TVA and stuff, he realizes that he is the TVA. I mean, you know, there's any number of variants. Wait, you know, with the variants, yeah. Well, there's any number of variants and variables that it can go with 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 this. And I think that's what's so why I think the way this show has been structured really works so well. And like you said earlier, the variant concept gives us, um, um, you know, so many great ways of, of of storytelling and 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 in this episode like you as you were saying too uh hearing the various loki's share their stories and you know i also think the moment with mobius and and kid loki and classic loki um uh as well whenever he was just kind of you know when mobius was reflecting on things and um and, and you know them them helping him realize like okay yeah I've, I've got to figure out a way to go back and tear it all down um, right and then you know and then of course you know we did get you know he did that you know did get the temp pad from sophie from sylvie and um you know and and, and go back to do that and I, and I love the moment too at the end when he gave sylvie a hug and he's like you're my favorite <laughs> yeah 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 I, I I like that a lot too. It's just classic yeah. humor. I I was also just thinking about how I think it says a lot that at no point since the first episode have I been like, when are we gonna see Thor? When are we gonna see Asgard? Mm-hmm. When are we gonna when are we gonna go back to those characters? And and I think that speaks a lot to yeah. about Loki. And how mm-hmm. he he is the ultimate anti-hero. Yeah. Like, like I, he's not a villain. And, and I've never really viewed him through that lens mm-hmm. of, of pure, like, Thanos level. But, yeah. but I've also, and we've talked about other anti-villains in the past and how, oh, you just, it's so hard to do. And and the MCU is really kind of broadcasting to us through this show that <laughs> you realize that you have been secretly falling for this person the entire time, and he yeah. actually <laughs> has a, is more di- multi-dimensional than than he even realized is how many different mm. layers there are to him and aspects there are to him. And I just I I think that is really outstanding that they're able to take this character who I've never really been drawn to in the cinematic universe, mm-hmm. give him eight hours or six hours. And suddenly I'm just like, I want another season of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it is funny. You, you say that because, uh, because having watched this series now, and then like, a, and as I, as I mentioned over, over the holiday weekend, I uh, I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok again. Oh, mm-hmm. and yeah, and so now that we have, you know, we've gone on this journey with the Loki that, um, you know, that was captured, that escaped from the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. 
and seeing this journey of it and then you know and, and juxtapose that with the loki that we've seen in the subsequent films from from the first avengers movie um you, you're right I, I i do have a great uh, greater appreciation of this character uh in both contexts and 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 to your other point yeah you know i haven't really thought about like well dang it i wish so-and-so would show up and you know, in, in this series, because you know, I'm, I'm completely invested in, in his journey, and and don't care about any other, um, you know, other hero or 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 Thor or anybody, you know, showing up at yeah. this point. Actually, I feel like I feel like to your, you know, I feel like at this point it would take away from it. Oh, it would be distracting, and it's and it's yeah. not about them. It would. I mean, mm-hmm. the one time I did get upset is when we had a Mobius list episode yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you gotta yeah, have Moby for... in there you gotta have a movie yeah, you <laughs> gotta have Mobius you got you gotta have Mobius and really the only you know of course and you know there was a nice nod to Asgard you know even in this episode with classic yep. Loki uh whenever he created Asgard to to distract the uh distract the beast when they were trying to uh you know break into the void so uh so yeah it's just um yeah I mean it's, it's all about it's all about Loki it's it's all about Loki and then again it's it's just it's all about this this story and the TVA and what they've done I I don't know this this show I I knew from the from the trailer this show was going to be good mm-hmm. I was not expecting the writing to be as good as it is I yeah. really wasn't Yeah um, I agree I, I the visuals like we, we we're we're still blown away by the writing we're we're like yeah everyone watches it so they've seen it like it's enough said it speaks for itself but mm. I just I was very I'm very caught off guard by by how good that writing is but yeah yeah, yeah. and and I'm you know shows movies got it but on notice it's really hard to like Black Widow. I, I don't know how I'm going to feel now that I'm like one episode away from or the season finale of Loki is coming like like yeah. our thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm 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 really and I guess they I guess they're scheduling thing. I don't know if it was just an oversight or or what, but I hate that they are stepping on the Loki finale with with Black Widow's release this weekend. And I'm, I'm, yeah, and and not because of some stupid Stephen Dorff reason either. It's just I just feel like they're just cannibalizing their 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 own their own property uh, inadvertently. Yeah, yeah. This should have they should have definitely had it premiere on an off week without a TV show r- running because because that's when like. Like we want to stay focused on one of these characters' story, see it all the way through, and then move on to a different story. It it feels more clean that way, and we'll get there. I mean, yeah. they're, they they have so much stocked yeah. up that they're trying yeah. their best to get it out to us. Yeah, and and it's going to happen again in the fall too with uh, with the Shang Chi and what what if? Because I mean, it's you know what if's going to be you know, all you know ten episodes, uh, so that'll you know premiere in early August. So. Um, yeah, so ten weeks. I think Shang Chi's probably be about the same around. around finales will be about the same time too. So, you know, they know what they're doing. I mean, they, 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 put it this way. I mean, they know we're going to be watching and talking about it. So, I guess it's a win-win for them either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they definitely know where where this sacred timeline is going. And on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K on Twitter. And you can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.